Melanin and me, exploring the black woman's experiences in Britain. Hey lovely ladies, welcome back to Melanin and me. Before we dive into today's episode, we want to remind you how you can stay up to date with our latest content. We release episodes every other Thursday, so make sure to subscribe to Melanin and me on your preferred podcast platform so that you don't miss out on any episodes. You can also follow our inspiring content on social media by searching melanin underscore and underscore me on Instagram or find us on Facebook at Melanin and Me UK. If you felt empowered or motivated from any of our episodes, we love to hear it. So feel free to contact us by emailing melaninandme at yahoo.com or slide on in the DMs on our social accounts. Don't forget to share some love, drop us a review and share with any of your fellow queens who might be uplifted by tuning into Melanin and Me. For now, enjoy today's episode. Today with us, we've got V, who's an author of a book. Woo, woo, at a baby age of 22, I believe. 23. Oh, 23. she said 23. <laughs> like, I'm a mature queen over here. 23, sorry. <laughs> sorry, V, 23. So V, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to become an author? So thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really honored to be here. I love doing things like this with people like this. So I'm really, really happy. (laughs) I came to be an author how. I think it all started from me going to university at Oxford and being around people that... Sorry, sorry, she just dropped the Oxford. Just start with me, you know, (laughs) going to University of Oxford. (laughs) (laughs) We love that. We love educating and melanating. Love it. So yeah, it began with me going to the University of Oxford and when I was there, I just realised that there were not a lot of people there that looked like me or sounded like me and that made me a little bit annoyed because I don't think that intelligence has, you know, a race or a household number or a household income. Mm -hmm. So I began doing YouTube as a way of just kind of opening up the doors a bit more, showing myself being unapologetically me in a space like that. And that led to people following, people loving the content. I also started to share my love for empowerment and education, everything else. And it led to, I guess, me now writing this book because there was um, an appetite for it and people wanted to hear my thoughts on how I just lead my life. So happily leading with purpose and passion all these things that are in the book and I guess that's how we got here wow we love it absolutely love it journey yeah you're so full of life as well I've got to tell you I just love the all the melanin the smile it's just like it's working it's working it's working she she fits in with our kind of Colgate smile like cheesy you know I always beaming we love that and actually I would probably say that your cover of your book actually matches like from I know we've only just met let's you know but the exactly that bright yellow <laughs> you've got your nails matching do you know what oh, yeah. do you know what she's so ready um but we we are here today to talk about you know some bits out of like your book and stuff and um obviously we, we you sent us a copy and it was it was just like you said there's appetite for it like for me I absolutely love self-help books I love I love books that will give you just a different perspective and kind of use people's life lessons to help you kind of maybe flip or apply some of those things to your own life and maybe get you to think and reflect slightly differently so absolutely love the book so the book is called Empowered for listeners um, who, who want to look in a bit more we'll put everything in the in the footnotes but so it discusses things like setting life goals so V tell us why you think this is so important like what and also in addition to why they're so important like what can listeners do to help them achieve their goals 
Yeah, I think it's really, really important to to be intentional when you're setting your goals and looking mm-hmm. at what you want to do in your future or the near future, just because I think the first step is understanding that you're very deserving of those things that you desire, but it's making sure that you can have the practical steps of getting there. So instead of just saying, you know, I want to buy a house in the next five years and that's the goal, and then five years pass and you haven't saved enough money, you haven't got it together mm-hmm. and you can't have the house. It's about knowing, okay, if I really, really want that house in the next five years, I need to save, you know, a hundred thousand pounds or something and if I need to save a hundred thousand pounds in five years then it means that this year we need to save ten thousand I mean the math is really off here but just follow along with me (laughs) we're with you we're with you (laughs) you get the juice they save 10,000 this year but if that means 10,000 this year it's 5,000 in six months if it's 5,000 in sure. six months it means today we're not going to Nando's you know like yeah. yeah understanding tangibly what do I need to do in order to manifest the stuff into real life and I love being practical being dreaming as big as you want and then making yeah. sure in place to actually achieve it and so and it's, I love it's, that so and like you know some of the stuff you're saying there it's about being very specific so it's having like it's not just going oh uh, I want to be rich or like oh I want to I want you know financial abundance it's like okay I want to set this specific goal and then working backwards and like you said about you know not going to Nando's like that's making the sacrifice that goes along with it which is important right yeah definitely it's all about understanding what resources do you have available to you what steps do you need to take who do you need to ask for help from because when you now look at that house and you're thinking about that one thousand pounds every month or whatever you start to realize oh i might need to go and ask help at the bank i need to ask help my parent or whatever it may be but you start to know what each day of your life has to look like for you to really get that thing you want and then you start to realize do i really want this now that i know sacrificing two nanoses a month do I really want to sacrifice that and if that's not what you want to do then maybe you shift and change that goal of oh maybe not five years maybe seven or maybe I can do that because I can afford to there's just different things that when you when you put it into bite-sized chunks it's more manageable number one Mm, definitely makes everything feel very real because it is really a dream so real and And, and I think like Sorry, Ray. I was gonna say I feel like it depends on how much you love peri peri fries. Let's be honest. How much? How much you willing to sacrifice that? <laughs> I was gonna say as well. So many of us, we've got so many dreams, but we're not intentional and we don't set the small, small goals in order to get to the big goal. So yeah. that's really important to have. So you hear that, Queens? Get your diaries out. Get your notes out. Get writing those goals. How are we gonna get there? The plan to get there is the important bit. And like one of the things I've I've noticed is um, particularly like New Year and all that. New Year, new me. We've all heard it. But like something you said there, V, about, you know, kind of being able to visualize it. And one of the things I know that's definitely helped me is, um, you know, getting it on paper. You know, there's a lot of time we can put it in our heads and we can set these small goals and, and you know, small or big goals. And, you know, getting it on paper, I think there's something just so one cathartic about it. You know, some people still maybe do it in the notes on their phone. But for me, there's something very special about putting pen to paper and, you know, creating like um, my vision board. That's been like such a big process. You know, how how do you find has visualization and kind of visioning been part of your your journey as well? Yeah, absolutely. In the book, I talk a lot about my pyramid goal setting system, which is, you know, when you're writing it down, looking at like that pyramid that we're talking about, about, okay, five years is here, but then that means that the next two and a half are here, the next six are here, and then it gets you right down to the bottom of what each week and each day looks like. And for me, Mm -hmm. if I don't write it down, 
visually see that how it's all adding to the bigger goal mm. really difficult and I need to also point out that you, you need to make sure that these goals are not something that ties you into something that you hate and that's going to be yeah like, experience. your goals should be adjustable and I was just talking to my friend earlier today actually and he was saying that as you're growing you know you get more information and with new information maybe your goals are going to change you know things are going to yeah. adjust depending on your context depending on what's going on in your life maybe maybe you want to get that house but now you just had to pay off something else because that was what was imminent and important then so you adjust and you stretch it to six maybe and things change you know and I when I mm. wanted to go to Harvard I was so set on I want to be at Harvard because I want to be there number one but number two I want to experience American culture and I want to be a cheerleader I really wanted to be a cheerleader <laughs> when the pandemic breaks out what are you going to do cheerlead on zoom you know <laughs> there's probably someone that does that somewhere i can imagine give me a c give me an <laughs> and they'll be like can you see me can i share my screen no i wasn't going to do that but i wasn't going to let my dream of harvard go just because i couldn't physically be there in person i had to adjust and pivot and mm. your goals have to allow you to grow as a person yeah. and adjust depending on each um circumstance and the last thing i'd say is that i normally plan mine in quarters like every two or three months I look at it again and say okay now that we've reached this point now it's March how am I feeling and how are things going and then you know you don't have to have everything in balance it just has to be in mm. harmony and different things take priority at different points and it's okay so make sure your goals are also adjustable and that they don't make you feel like a failure five years hit and you haven't got that house so what if you get in five and a half or six it's still a house and you're still in yeah there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've got to be flexible. I feel like in this society, there's this um, sort of like idea that things have got to happen instantly. And there isn't that um, you're not afforded that time to work through things because social media is so fast paced and everything you see on there, it's like instant, instant, instant. Well, you don't know how many years that person has been working to get to the top. I quote that whatever that top is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah and and also like one of the things I mean I've been going through a lot of personal change recently and it's funny you should say about a house because I'm trying to buy a house right about now Woo-hoo! and <laughs> trying um but you I think one of the biggest like lessons with all of this is um certainly for me because I'm one of them people that like if I've got something in mind I want it there and then uh not that I'm not willing to work for something but more like if I I've had to learn to enjoy the process as well and trust Mm -hmm. the process. So, you know, even if you're in a transition phase or, you know, kind of temporary moment, actually like, yes, it's going to be great when you're in that house and you can visualize it. And it's actually doesn't mean you have to be miserable in all the other days leading up to it. You know, you can enjoy every second and get every, every moment of of positivity you can. So I think that's one Mm. thing I've certainly learned. Love that. Um, what does self-love and self-empowerment look like to you, V? Ooh, that is a good question. <laughs> After this these days, I'm like, ooh, I've really got to keep defining it. But no, I think for me, self-love and self-empowerment just looks like trusting in myself and trusting in what I want and never, mm. never being apologetic about who I am and what those dreams and goals are. Because I think so many of us always preface everything with, well, if I could, or mm. well, I hope that makes yeah. sense. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like, no, stop apologizing. Stop saying sorry. Yeah. Yes, stop saying sorry and stop saying if I, you actually can. 
And we just, like I keep saying, need to figure out how to make it happen. If you have yeah. a dream and a goal, now it's who's the right person to ask? Who's got enough money? Is it funding that we need to find? Is it a, yeah. a mentor? Is it, you know, do you need to go get a driver's license? Maybe your dream job, you have to be able to drive. So maybe that we need to figure out what those barriers are to overcome yeah. Nothing should be out of your reach. If you can dream it, you can be it. You can achieve it. Oh. And I, so many people. She went there. Hey, so many people are just told that they can't because of whether they're born or because, you know, you don't have the greatest economic background or you, and it's like, okay, that is where I began. But I'm so sure in this world, why can't you have it? So for me, self-love and self-empowerment is is being a cheerleader for myself, standing up, yeah. for, standing up for my dreams and thinking, what would younger V want? And, and Preach. I also think about this a lot about, um, it's in the book and it's a, a quote I love to pull out all the time. It's not about living with yourself. It's also about loving yourself because if you, the world is already harsh enough, especially for black women, especially for young people, it is already just terrible out there. I don't need to come home and also pile on top of myself. My dream. Mm and not just in my head but out loud can I just say mm-hmm. can I just say I'm sure when I was 23 I was still picking my nose somewhere I don't know <laughs> what I was doing like and I'm one of those people that of people often say to you like you've got an old soul Ash you've got you've got an old head on young shoulders sort of thing but my goodness Lady V you are a stat like you can we just say V for president? Why have we got Boris here? What is happening with Boris? What is happening? Come on, come on. It is so refreshing. Like my fellow East African queen, I'm looking at you now and I'm like, yes, V, you go, girl. I'm here clapping away. I love it. But I think, you know, you you said about the kind of, you know, self, it has to come, it has to come from you. And I think again what you tend to find or certainly what I've tended to find is the more that you start to love yourself it's that whole what's root I don't I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race but I know the whole you know how the hell is somebody gonna love you if you don't love yourself type thing but it's so true like you know you have a whole kind of different aura a different you radiate some different Mm -hmm. energy when you're happy within yourself and that in turn helps other people right so it's so important and I think that also is, is is understanding that you know self-love self-belief the self-journey self-empowerment it all centers around self you know it's all about you and if you can give yourself that from inside and you can give yourself that love and warmth it it changes so much and like I Mm. practice positive affirmations all the time and people think I'm crazy I'll be talking to myself in the mirror like I'll be like you are so great like you're kind you're loving and why can't you like why shouldn't it be you if it can be done then why can't it be? And it's a really good question. When you start to ask yourself these questions and you actually start to break it down, like, why not? And if it's a qualification thing, you can take courses online. You can go and learn from someone. You can shadow. You can go and volunteer. Like, getting experience or all that kind of stuff, it's not something that is unheard of or that you can't do. So when you start to take away all of this qualification, whatever, whatever, why mm. not? You mm. care about the thing enough and you're passionate mm. enough and you want to be there, you take up that space. Mm. 100%. And like, you know, one of the things that you're kind of reminding me of is the kind of metaphor, it's not even a metaphor, because it's true, the amount of experiments that have been done on it, where the, if you're growing a plant, and if you talk to it, say, you know, there's been so many experiments where you have 
plants in exactly the same light, exactly the same, you know, kind of atmosphere and, and science, scientific environment, exactly. Um, but if you kind of neglect one and you kind of, you know, you don't speak well to it, you know, it, it isn't going to grow, you know, but then you yeah. come down and you're like, exactly that positive affirmations, you know, being grateful for having that plant that like it physics and it's, it's exactly the same with people, you know, like mm-hmm. one of the, one of the things that, um, you know, I've done a lot of reading on recently actually is just about how much gratitude and gratification, it just, it does something to you that just uplifts you. It's so easy, right? You get up and you kind of like, oh, this has happened. This is the whole get outside of the bed that, you know, yeah. wrong side of you know, it's so easy to think, oh, this hasn't happened or, oh, I've run out of my cereal or whatever it might be. But like, I'm starting to every night before I go to bed, you know, I'm grateful for this, even if it's just a conversation or it's, I don't know, anything. And it, it really does make all the difference. And you speak to the universe. I was talking to my friend who wants to do music and she was just like, oh, I want to be a musician. Like, it's just not fair. And I was like, okay, okay. I also want to ask a question. Like, what are you doing to prepare for this? Because sure, an opportunity is mm-hmm. preparation. Right. And she was like, oh, you know, like I really want it. And I said, you need to start acting. Actioning. Like when mm. you walk into the room and we're in a room with all these producers, you're saying, hi, I'm this person. And like, I'm just at school. No, hi, I'm a singer. On, yep. your on Instagram, I'm a singer. Start putting out music, recording yourself, doing covers. Mm-hmm. And songs. You know, just you also have to be active in like you can't be passive in this. Like mm. goal getting you- doing for your dreams. You have to go a hundred percent and be your big when I say be your biggest cheerleader like, it's not just oh I really want this it's also putting it into action and like speak we- into existence as well you know yeah. knocking on those doors asking people and just not being afraid being unapologetic and that comes with confidence and I understand that not everybody's just gonna mm. have that already and that's why the book is there right like it's yeah the book it ends with practical steps of advice that you can take in action today to try and reach those things and I understand it's not just everybody wakes up with the same you know do it and like it takes work so that's why you know you've got to look at these different resources listening to podcasts like this listening to all of these magazines reading books it is all about putting it into the universe and having yeah i'm gonna start introducing myself i'm ray i'm a future millionaire Yes. (laughs) 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 you know what's gonna happen is that the next time that somebody who's a CEO of whatever is somewhere thinking hmm there's a show about becoming a millionaire who do we oh yeah you you start to live laughing at me <laughs> she won't be laughing when you're a millionaire, huh? You know, exactly. you know what it is. You know what it is. I know how much this girl loves ASOS. This isn't a plug for ASOS, by the way. But I know, I know how much this girl loves ASOS. She's if you, it had to be the sacrificing for Nando's, her thing would be ASOS. So <laughs> I, I, I'll watch this space. I watch this space. Um, v, um, empowered. It talks about taking chances. So why do you think this is important to live a fulfilled life? And what was your most rewarding risk that you've ever taken in life to date? Yeah, I think that taking chances and trying things is 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 really, really important. I think it's great to kind of have a vision of, oh my God, I want to be a doctor and I'm only going to go to university to become a doctor and that's it. But imagine while you're on the ward, you meet this interesting patient who's telling you all about their amazing firm where they, I don't know, make really cool teddy bears that like change young kids' lives or what, who knows what it is, right? And then you end up going to like shadow them and intern for a bit. Then you end up really loving it. And yes, you're still completely 
complete your degree in medicine, but your mind is still on this other thing and an opportunity comes up, take an internship, you take it, you go there and your life changes forever, right? Like, I think it's about being open to opportunities and being open to saying, yes, I'm going after this thing, but I'm also open to meeting people and really giving it all a chance. And I think to take opportunities and to take chances as they come your way, you really, really have to be an open person, an open-minded person who sees mm. that path half full and not half empty and for me I think I've just always been like that so much of what has happened in my life was never Mm. planned out it's always just kind of like this is here let's see where this takes us and you go down Mm -hmm. this this road and now I'm here I don't even know what I could define my job as right now it's just me like living my life and I just happen mm-hmm. to be able to also don't make- worry it will soon be president anyway so I say president we don't uh, even have a president in the UK prime minister yeah. prime minister <laughs> you know what that. take but, take both <laughs> but yeah the biggest risk that I ever took was definitely like applying for that foundation year when I got that email because a lot of people around me and I'm and I really knew so many you'd be surprised how many people were against it it was this taboo thing and I still can't even register why because it, it's like someone just wanting to go and learn and take an extra year but for so many people why would you go to Oxford University on a foundation year when you could have gone as a real student quote unquote and I was like well this this is the path I want to take and it wasn't guaranteed mm-hmm. that I would have a place at Oxford University after that foundation year it was when you get here you reapply and then we'll see if we'll let you in and 10 mm-hmm. of us applied and only seven ended up going through because the other three didn't make it so it really mm-hmm. wasn't guaranteed and people at church people around me they were all like they were looking because all the kids were going to university at the same time and they're all like I've got a place at Exeter and I'm going to be a first year student and now I'm going to be a first year student at this place and I'm there like I'm going into year zero like I'm technically not even an undergrad mm-hmm. yet they were against it and I was like no I've got to follow my heart because I need this year number one just as a functional educational thing and also I'm willing to take that risk because mm. the return is going to be phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The best decision I ever made because look at where we are today and everything happened as it was supposed to. So I think it's just sometimes follow your gut before you follow yep. what social norms are. Yes, yeah. goes from school straight to undergrad first year and then they graduated three years and it took me a year longer. But my God, was it the best year of my life. And who knew that by making that smart, smart, smart decision that you'd end up on Melanin and Me podcast? I mean, come on. <laughs> right? All of that, all of this was to leave this moment. We love that for you, V. We absolutely love that for you. <laughs> can you let our young listeners, especially, I mean, older listeners can also take on the advice if they wish to do so. But we just wanted three practical top tips on how to live to live life to the fullest. How do you make the best of each day? Okay, so number one is you start reframing things and you start looking at those moments that people have told you should live in your brain as failure or as moments of rejection. And it's a really big key topic in this book as redirection. And you open yourself up to saying, yes, I didn't quite get that job that I wanted, but what can I take from that? Oh, I wasn't as prepared because they were looking for a candidate who does this, this, this. So for the next interview, I'm going to make sure those boxes are ticked because I've just gained insight. So looking at rejection as redirection and failure as a chance to try again then number two you start making sure you lean on the people around you you stop trying Mm. to do life alone this is not struggle olympics no one is saying 
the more you struggle, the better your story. No, like you need to understand that you don't have to do this alone and people are there ready and willing to help you. You just need to let them know what's going on. And I always use this analogy and I don't know if it's that good of an analogy, but you have a friend, you have like a hundred flights of stairs in your house and your friend has a broken leg, but they never tell you. They never, ever tell you. Every time they come over, they're struggling up these stairs. You're even making their leg worse. Then one day they tell you and you're like, oh my God, we had a secret lift over there. Like you just should have mm. told And I think speaking up and letting people know where you are does wonders. So lean on the people around you. And the last thing is just be unapologetically you. You are wonderfully and beautifully made. And I think a lot of us spend so long trying to shift and change. And, and by the time that it's time for you to be you, it's too late. You've lost yourself. You know, you don't mm. even know who you are anymore. And I wish that when I was younger, I'd had more strength in. When you were younger, you're 23, girl. <laughs> you know, when I was a lot younger, when I was 10. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, yeah those are the three things I'd say is rejection, wow. lean on the people around you and be confident in yourself. And not just confident with a small C, confident with a big C. Yes, she said rejection is redirection. I think I'm about to get that tattooed somewhere, you know. (laughs) Like that is woof. That's 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 making a quote page that uh, on our on our socials for sure. Um uh so V, before we let you go, we have to do this. And actually, you're gonna I, I feel like you've got three there and ready. I don't know why. I'm just going to put a guess. I feel like there may be a bit of gospel in here. I don't know why. I just have a feeling. We want three songs from you. So we've got a Melon and a Me playlist. So three songs that you want to add to our playlist and Ray will kindly add them on. Wow. On the spot. the way, by the way, um, V, you've got to follow our Melon and a Me playlist on Apple Music. Oh, absolutely. I'm doing it right now yes. because I'm such a music yes. person and yes, I, yes, I yes. live for that kind of stuff. amazing so song number one okay okay song number one is it songs that make you feel happy songs that make anything whatever whatever you want if you want it to be preferably not like you know kind of kind of sad because you know we want it to be like one you could put on when you're getting ready or in the shower you know I will I don't know how to spell it because it's it's southern South African rather it's called Gesina in Pia. Let me let me type it in because is I, this you I, want to bamba? You want to no. You want to do you want to pick voice? No, it's called Gesina in Pilo Yami by DJ Cleo. It is so good. Like it just gets me in the vibe, and it is kind of gospel. I've heard that when I went translated, it's kind of like live your life and do this but it it plays at every family party and it's so good oh amazing yeah 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 i have to like send it to you guys in an email yeah please cool the saying of that song and then the next one would be let's see what i've got in my playlist right here because that was you know oh my god flawless beyonce and Chimera. oh yes yeah right. what's that right flawless, flawless. Beyonce, yeah. I literally have the beginning part recited where Chimamanda's like saying, you know, why do we teach girls they have to be smaller? Yes. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one that I'd say is, I'm, I, it's an old one, but like Liz rent free in my head. It's Burn a Boy on the Low. Like, it's just, uh, you can't go wrong with that song, can you? It's, no. it's always good, play anywhere, and it always does the job. So those yes. are my two. 
thank you so much and I'm sure that you'll enjoy we've got a real we've got a real collection in the in the playlist so far so um, yeah thank you for your songs thank you for your energy thank you for your um, words of wisdom for people listening in honestly we will obviously put the links into um, in the footnotes of the episode around the book empowered but go find it go order it right now you can get where can where can we order it from v is it amazon i guess and amazon blackwells watson's wxp online you can order it pretty much everywhere foils follies i don't know how to say it everywhere it's everywhere anywhere where nice. they sell a book weather okay yeah we love love that we love that so go get your book you'll know it for the the bright yellow cover you'll see it v it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you today um so thank you for joining us so that's a wrap on today's episode we hope you enjoyed it and that you gained something positive from listening in whether that be you gained a new perspective got some tips and tricks to motivate and inspire you or it's just made you smile Don't forget to like, share, subscribe and leave a review so that you don't miss any upcoming episodes and so we can bring you more of the content that you love. Until next time, stay blessed, wear that crown with pride and keep shining.